everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Mintel, the relationship doctor, and I'm here along with my co-host, Chris Weigel. And every weekend we're here, we're doing life together, and we're really glad that you've joined us. That's right, Dr. Linda. Great to be with you again on the Dr. Linda Mintel Show for yet another weekend. And I've got something for you. You ready for this? Did you hear that our choir director is thinking of leaving the church? She must be so unhappy. I can only imagine what's probably going on. I've heard nothing about that. Where'd you get that? Where'd you hear that? Well, you know, around. I think that's a rumor, Chris. I don't think she's planning on leaving us. Look at, we're getting ready to sing at the Washington National Cathedral this fall. I don't think she'd walk out on us at this point. Someone at church told me. Was it gossip? (laughs) Actually, it was. I just made that up to show you (laughs) how easy it is to gossip. You got me. Yeah. One person, one person starts a rumor and takes off, and before you know it, rumors spread. Well, the Bible actually has a lot to say about gossip, and it's uh, quite convicting when you mm, read it, right. isn't it? It is. I know you and I just be getting ready for the show and getting <laughs> convicted. So uh, we have to. We'll probably have to repent. During and after the show. Hey, this show is good for us too, Dr. Linda. It is. But it's one of those things that we're all tempted to do, and we probably do do it, but it's not good for us, and God doesn't like it too much. Well, it's become such a part of our culture. Do you remember the TV series Gossip Girl? I never watched. Did you ever watch that? No, but it was in the name. Yeah, and my my daughter liked it. Right. And now today it's TMZ Entertainment Tonight Inside Edition are all about celebrity gossip, and celebrity bloggers and gossip magazines make millions of dollars off of gossip. And some people seem to thrive on it, and you're right, at times it is hard to resist because it it can be entertaining, and, and frankly, it can be fun. Well, and here's the really serious part of this, Chris. The Bible says that gossip is sin. Right. We don't hear that word too much anymore in our Mm, culture. But that doesn't seem to stop us. I think one of the reasons that we do it so much is because of what you just said. It's so much a part of the larger culture, isn't it? Right. And a lot of people think gossip is harmless. But listen to this scripture from Proverbs 25, 18. It says, telling lies about someone is as harmful as hitting him with an axe. Oh, or wounding, <laughs> wounding him with a sword, or shooting him with a sharp arrow. Ouch! <laughs> yeah, those are pretty. Those are pretty strong words there right. from Proverbs. Exactly. Uh, so we did a Sunday school class um, with our twenty-something class that we had, and we did the Book of James. Mm. And I'm telling you, it was an eye-opener. Norm and I would come back from Sunday school and go, wow, and just reading through the book of James. Just try that. Anybody that's listening, try that this week. Talk about feeling convicted. James hits gossip right on. Wow. Well, as we explore and unpack what gossip is, uh, let's define gossip. Okay, so let's give the dictionary definition. So the, the dictionary says it's a person who habitually reveals personal or sensational facts or as a rumor or report of an intimate nature. So that's one of the dictionaries. Here's another one that I found. It's a little bit easier. It just says that gossip is a casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people, typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. (laughs) Like think about like spreading rumors, gossip talk, whispers, telltales. Have you ever heard of telltales? Tittle-tattle. I've never quite heard that one. (laughs) It was in there dishing the dirt. Dishing the dirt. Dishing the dirt. And they do it in a derogatory sense. So the person basically who likes to talk about the private lives of other people. Right. So gossip is basically spreading details about people that aren't confirmed or true or talking about someone's personal facts without their permission. I mean, let's face it. We don't gossip about someone and ask them first if it's okay. Yes, very (laughs) true. So the danger of doing this, and one of the reasons why we wanted to do a show on this is, 
even if the person's information is true or not true, it can really mm. damage someone when they hear it through a gossip sense. When we gossip, we also can move towards slander. Huh. And that is the act of speaking out against other people. And when we slander, we have made ourselves both judge and jury over another person. Well, is slander a, a form of gossip then? It is. Mm. So slander is spreading rumors or lies about a person to cause them damage on purpose. Right. So think about that. The written form of it, you'll hear this legal term libel. Mm. That's what libel is. It's actual slander. Right. And the Bible mentions slander countless times in a bunch of lists. So here's one of the lists from, again, from uh, Colossians. This one's from Colossians 3.8. It says, but now you must rid yourself of all of these things. So it's giving you a whole list here. Get rid of these things. So it starts with anger, rage, malice, and right there it says slander. Mm, And then filthy language. I used to use this one with my kids. Filthy (laughs) language from your lips. It says it right in the Bible because they used to say, well, a lot of people say curse words. Mm. And it just seems so common. I said, well, the Bible says get rid of filthy language from your lips. And then in the book of James, again, James is just so direct. I mean, it's just like, okay, here's what you do. And in James 4, 11, it says, brothers... Do not slander one another. That's pretty straightforward <laughs> in the book of James. That's pretty right there, right? Right. And since we're talking about slander, uh, let's talk about backbiting. Okay. So backbiting involves being spiteful and even slanderous in your words with another person who's not present, and they just can't do anything in their defense because they're not around. It's secretive, and the Bible actually mentions it by name. Mm. So here's the scripture, Proverbs twenty-five, twenty-three. The north wind brings forth rain, and a backbiting tongue angry looks. Mm. So now, I also, these are scriptures that you really, I don't know these very well. And I was looking at these and going, the Bible really has a lot to say about what we say. Sort of leaves you without an excuse. Yeah, to, it does. Do it does. And you know, I, I get how bad it is to purposely try to damage someone with your words. But more often than not, people are what we call dishing the dirt. <laughs> and you uh, found that phrase a minute ago. And it, it means you're not wanting to necessarily damage someone. But it means you're enjoying the juicy information that you're getting and you're keeping the gossip going. So then you can spread rumors about a person and you haven't verified the information. So it does fit into that definition of gossip. And, uh, Lord, I, I just want to pray for Stephen, who's going through a bankruptcy and he's, <laughs> he lost his house and his car and his own. Oh, his, his, his mother's sick. Basically making announcements with prayer requests. We call that <laughs> prayer gossip. It is. It goes on in our churches, doesn't it? It does, yes. It does. So. It happens a lot, and it is when you're you're trying to pray for somebody's spiritual life, but you're doing it in a form that really we would see this as gossip. So yeah. it's, what, it's just what you did, or you you're, you know you're praying and you say, "I need prayer because my friend is having an affair." <laughs> I mean, right. That isn't exactly the way to pray in public. So the Bible's very clear about going to that person if you're having an issue or you think that person's in sin and dealing with the sin. It never says to share those sordid details with the nursery leaders so mm. you feel better. Right. Well, before we go to the break, let me tell you what Stacy said uh, recently on an Internet post. She said, church prayer chains become gossip lines and people get hurt, slandered, embarrassed, and can ultimately be run out of a church or become too ashamed or embarrassed to return because everyone knows their private business. Mm. You can say that it was uh, just to pray for them, and maybe it was. God knows the heart. But if you don't have explicit permission from them personally – It's not your news to shame or, as we say, ask for prayer. 
That's good. That's, That's poignant, good. Yes. She's very astute. She's hitting the nail on the head. So the key is that you are sharing information that the person may not want shared. And bringing up people's personal issues in order to pray for them is really, Chris, a breach of trust. And just to be clear, just talking about someone isn't gossip if there's no harm or intent for harm, especially if you're just sharing a story or information. But it becomes gossip when we know that's not really our true intent. So you're talking about the heart. Right. You're really talking about what the purpose of that is. And mm. there is a difference if you're just communicating something about a person like, hey, Chris was late for choir today. He mm. told me he you know, got a flat tire. Right. That's different than, you know, I'm not sure about that, Chris. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he's doing. He sure is late for choir. Well, that wouldn't be the first time I was late for <laughs> choir. I know that. Well, today we're talking about gossip on the Dr. Linda Show. And if you're beginning to feel convicted, stay with us as we talk more about the fallout of gossip and how to stop it. We'll be back after the break. Is every spare minute of your life filled with some activity, event, or demand? If so, you could be suffering from a very common American disease. It's called overcommitment, and it has seeped into every area of our lives. I'm Dr. Linda, the relationship doctor, and yes, I'll admit it, I've fallen prey to overcommitment in my life just like I imagine you have. Saying no occasionally is the best defense against overcommitment. But if it's too late and you're already overcommitted, here's a little tip to help you make it through. In the busiest days, you can still stop and take five just for yourself. When your heart is racing and your thoughts are whirling inside your head, your effectiveness just plummets. But if you'll pause right in the middle of all the hubbub, maybe close your eyes, breathe deeply, and remind yourself that the current task will be completed, you'll feel an immediate sense of relief. Then you can head back into the job at hand with renewed focus and energy. And when the next chance comes to overcommit, it comes your way. You can work on your priorities by just saying, hey, no. You're listening to the Dr. Linda Mental Show, and you can follow Dr. Linda on Twitter at Dr. Linda Helps, Facebook, Dr. Linda Mental, author and speaker, and Instagram at Dr. Linda Mental. And if you can't remember all of that, just go to her website, drlindamental.com, and there you will also find her blogs and books. I'm going to make you do that sometime without looking at the the paper, because I wonder if you remember all those. It's, it's, do you? It's on the back of my, I wrote <laughs> it on it my tattooed. hand right here, yeah. <laughs> DrLindaMitchell.com. That's right, right, right here it is. Well, today we're talking about gossip and uh, how easy it is to do. And Dr. Linda, why do we so easily engage in, in gossip when we know it's wrong? So this is good to think about why is this so tempting, right? Mm-hmm. If it's a sin, there's something tempting about it. So there's a lot of good reasons. I right. mean, not good reasons, but reasons why people do it. So yeah. sometimes we just do it because we feel better if we're targeting other people. Right. You point out someone else's what could be flaws and it, you think it makes you look better. Yeah. So it's not, not good to admit that, is it? No. Sometimes we do it because we kind of feel accepted when we're doing it. People gather around right. us and they want to hear what we have to say. We're all in the same team against yeah. that person. Yeah. <laughs> so it's attention getting right. when we say that. There's that saying that information is power. Mm, right. So I think sometimes people gossip to go, hey, guess what I know? Guess what I know? Do you want to hear it? Do you want to hear what I know? Mm. That kind of thing. Sometimes we do it just to get revenge on somebody. So this is the one I really have to check because I could drop a juicy bit in somebody's ear when I want somebody to get in trouble. Hmm. Do you ever do that? 
No. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't admit Lied, it right now. Lying is a sin too, Chris. <laughs> just want to say. Right. And sometimes this is a crazy one, but sometimes people do it just to relieve their boredom. Mm. My grandfather used to say, hey, come on over to the house and we'll, we'll just talk about people. Oh, <laughs> so sometimes we did. Maybe he was relieving boredom. He was, yeah. <laughs> but let's talk about the, uh, the negative consequences of gossip. So it's more than idle chatter. So we've established that it's really something the Bible takes seriously. Did you ever hear this story? Now, this is a, maybe a well-known story, but I think it's worth repeating. So here's how one version of it goes. A woman spread untruths about a neighbor in her village. When she wanted to make amends, she approached an elder in the community and told him how sorry she was and asked, what can I do to apologize? Well, he brings her to the top of a hill on a windy day with a pillowcase full of feathers. He instructs her to open the pillowcase and the feathers fly everywhere. He then asks her to go collect the far-flung feathers. And she protests and she says, well, that's impossible to track down each feather. And he responds, that is also impossible to undo the damage that gossip causes. Mm. For each piece of gossip told catches the wind and travels far, just like the feathers. Wow. Do you like that story? Well, it was a perfectly good pillow that he <laughs> <laughs> he messed up. But it really does speak to how a you know, piece of information can be carried and you cannot bring it you back. You can't bring it back. Right. So I think it's a great metaphor because we can all picture someone at the top of a hill opening right. up a feather pillow and scattering it and then trying to grab it back. So it's a great visual. Well, Dr. Linda, let me ask you about the, uh, the trust factor involved with gossip and uh, broken trust. So here's what Proverbs says about that. A gossip betrays a confidence, but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. Mm. Isn't it amazing how the Proverbs are just so everyday? They were way back, but they still seem to be so appropriate for today. And it seems like you can crack open Proverbs and just about any page you land on will speak to you. That yeah, day. yeah. Amazing. And so the whole idea of the damage that mm. gossip does in a relationship, it breaks trust. So when right. you hear that somebody has spread a rumor or, or a falsehood against you, do you feel like trusting that person? No, they may come back and talk about uh, you as well. Yeah, mm. that's another one of those those things that if they're saying that about other people, are they right. saying that about you? So the damage to relationships is really the serious thing because it causes friends to separate. Maybe it causes a relationship to break up and you figure, I don't even want to keep seeing that person. So again, Proverbs sixteen twenty eight, a perverse person stirs up conflict and a gossip separates close friends. Well, Dr. Linda, gossip and rumors can destroy a person's self-confidence and affect their self-esteem. It can affect their self-esteem so much, Chris, that it can lead to depression, hmm. suicidal thoughts in some cases, eating disorders, anxiety, and a host of other kind of mental health issues. Wow. So what's more, we you know, it can just ruin relationships. I mean, we've talked about that. It separates. And we just looked at that scripture that tells us about that. And it can lead to even a kind of relational aggression. Just look at all the gossip shows and then how people try to go after them <laughs> and get right. back at them. It's It's awful. You know, you don't want to fuel negativity by just continuously causing suspicion in your relationships and distrust. You've got a scripture there in Proverbs again that talks about that. It says, without wood, a fire goes out, and without gossip, a quarrel dies down. It's from Proverbs uh, 2620. Basically, you're not helping a bad situation when you gossip. I love that. Without gossip, a quarrel dies down. Hmm. So it's an antidote to conflict. If you stop gossiping, you're not going to have a bunch of quarrels with people. And then I think you can look at the impact of social media on 
how bad people's lives can be ruined. I mean, just look at everything people post. You can right. post all kinds of falsehoods about people on the Internet. Mm. And nobody checks you. Nobody looks at that. And it's like that feather pillow they uh, on the Internet, especially, that, yeah. that just goes everywhere and cannot be brought back. And then it sticks somewhere and mm. it doesn't go away. Right. What about a craving for more? Do you ever feel that when you get in the middle of gossip? Well, it's so weird that we act like this, that we just want more and more uh, of this information. I know. So, again, Proverbs twenty six twenty two, the words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to the innermost parts. So it gets in there and it sticks in there and then you crave it even more. It's even very satisfying. It's like that, that sin nature really likes this stuff. And that leads to another problem, which is that we get more and more away from the way Christ would want us to be and we mm. get more ungodly. So according to Second Timothy 2.16, besides that, they learn to be idlers going about from house to house, not only idlers, but also gossips and busybodies saying what they should not. Hmm, wow. Timothy says, stop it. Say it not. My grandmother, who is from hmm. Germany, used to say, say it not instead it of not. don't yeah. say it. Wow. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so we're basically being told to stay away from gossip and uh, those who engage in it. We might not have any friends if we do that because everyone likes to gossip. <laughs> so true. It's but, so uh, sad. but because gossip results in negative consequences, um, like we said, we are urged to stay away from people who do. So here's a scripture that tells us that. It says a gossip betrays a confidence. So avoid anyone who talks too much. And Proverbs 17:4 notes, wrongdoers eagerly listen to gossip. Do you mm. eagerly listen to gossip? No. Want to hear it? I don't want to. You want to hear it? And then liars pay close attention to slander. Yikes. Those are those are bad things. Right. Now, sometimes it's uh, obvious, but uh, how do you know if someone is about to gossip? So one clue is that the person tries to spark your curiosity about something. I know somebody who does that to me. She goes, I heard something. Mm. Do you want to hear it? And she just kind of sits with it. And then, of course, what do you want? To, you want to go, yeah. Tell me. And then she goes, no, maybe I shouldn't do that. Maybe right. I should just... You know, let you sit on that. And then it makes me crazy because I'm thinking, then I'm sitting there going, what is it she was going to tell me? What right. does she want to say? Or have you ever been involved in a conversation where the topic is about some information about that person and the person's not there, mm. which means they can't confirm whether or not it's true. If you're sitting there and you're kind of listening to that and it's conversation with other people, Chris, is that gossip? Well, it's hard not to listen to, and sometimes we find ourselves getting sucked in and, and seeing what the uh, what the story is all about. I think that's then you're participating in gossip mm -hmm. is the way we would look at that because you're there, you're listening to it, and you're participating in it and not stopping it. Mm -hmm. These are great questions, and we can explore more of those on the other side of the break. We'll give you a few more moments to uh, do some self-reflection because this is a, a convicting program. More on the problem of gossip after the break. From the moment we're born, we're in relationship. At first, we depend on others to take care of us, to meet all of our needs. Then as we grow older, we make friends, we meet school teachers, later a boss at work and a spouse at home. Every relationship is important. Every relationship requires cultivation and nurturing. And at some point or another, every relationship has its challenges and they revolve around conflict. Did you know that you can grow through conflict and become such a healthier you than you ever expected? Well, I want to help you look at conflict in new ways, to approach conflict in ways that work. My book, We Need to Talk, can help you become a better problem solver, learn to negotiate differences, and strengthen all relationships even when conflict seems destructive. Well, let's face it. 
Conflict is an unavoidable part of our everyday life, but conflict doesn't have to overwhelm you or destroy your relationships. We Need to Talk, an important book by Dr. Linda Mental, is written to help you successfully navigate conflict. Find We Need to Talk wherever you buy books online. Welcome back to the Dr. Linda Mental Show. And again, I want to remind you to check out Dr. Linda's website, drlindamental.com. She writes weekly blogs, and you can see her books and follow her on social media. Dr. Linda, I heard something interesting about one of your colleagues. Do you want to know what it is? Just kidding. Just kidding. I was going to say, you're blowing my (laughs) day. That's right. We're gossiping again. (laughs) If you just joined us, we're talking about gossip and realizing how easy it is to do. So here's something sobering. This is, to me, one of the scriptures in the Bible that just makes me really think about Mm. what I do. Probably should put this on a mirror and have this in front of me every day. It's Matthew 12, 36 and 37. It says, But I say to you that for every idle word men speak, they will Mm. give an account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. It's a frightening piece of scripture. Uh, That Mm. makes you think, doesn't it? Right. That scripture, and I think if I put that on my mirror, maybe or in my office, maybe that would slow me down when I'm kind of tempted to do that. Yeah, that's right. We've said on the show many times that words are powerful, and God sees our words as a reflection of what's in our heart. So a lot of people know the chapter in James, uh, James three. Chris, mm-hmm. if we ask people, what do you know about James three? They'll say, oh, that's that chapter about the tongue and how the tongue is a rudder of our life mm-hmm. and it runs kind of the ship of our right. our lives and. I think that's really important to remember. It's a small member of our body, but it can do big, big damage. Bible says it's capable of blessing people and cursing people. Mm. And boy, I want to be on the side of blessing rather than cursing. And then again, Proverbs twenty one twenty three says, use that instrument wisely. Whoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. So you could use that with your kids if you want to. If you sure, want to, right. when they say something bad, you could read Proverbs twenty one twenty three. Mm-hmm. But careless words are a part of gossip. Paul addresses this in Romans 2, and he says, well, he gives us a serious connection with gossip and the state of our soul. Gossip in Romans is linked to those who did not acknowledge God and were given up to a debased mind. It's listed with the sins of unrighteousness, such as sexual immorality, evil-mindedness, and even murder. Mm. So that's one of those things that we don't think about in the church. We think, oh, somebody was really in sin if they murder. Mm. You know, we think about, you know, sexual immorality. But do we think about gossip as a sin? Do you think the church does? No. So we we really have to see that this is included in some serious lists. Right. And I think often that gossip is ignored and tolerated, or for that matter, entertained, maybe because so many of us, like we've said already, are guilty of it. We make excuses for our desire to know something, or we are simply fascinated with rumors. Uh, We justify gossip and think it just really is not a big deal. So our motives, as we mentioned, can be for a whole number of reasons. We mentioned this. I think it's important to remind ourselves. Maybe we're trying to make ourselves look better. Maybe we're trying to win someone over. Maybe we're trying to see if we can have some inside information. Or maybe we're just feeling very insecure about ourselves. Whatever the motive, whatever that is, It doesn't matter because it's not a godly behavior to do. When we look at the list of sins that include gossip, we, again, need to think, hmm, those are some very serious things that God has on Mm. that list, and he throws gossip right in the middle of it. So God sees it as sin, and he tells us to stop doing it, and he says, hey, tame that tongue. Right. You know, we may have some listeners today that are thinking, I really need to stop gossiping and work on this. 
Dr. Linda, what would you suggest? Well, I think first, the most important thing is don't believe the facts about a person without proper evidence. So mm-hmm. if you don't know, don't say. So that's a really good way to start. What about having the boldness to simply say, hey, we need to stop this conversation because this is gossip? I think that's a great suggestion. It takes some assertiveness to do that. Have you ever tried that? I have, actually. Have you? How'd it go? Well, the same type of thing you mentioned a minute ago. Someone comes up to you and says, hey, guess what? You know right away Mm -hmm. that you don't need to hear whatever it is they're about to say. So you... I've, I've asked people to say, you know what, let's just move on to something You else. have. Yes. So, so there's this saying that gossip kills three people, the one who speaks it, the one who listens, and the one about whom it is spoken. Wow. So stopping it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're at the water cooler, and someone starts the conversation with, hey, have you heard? Right. What are you thinking? Probably not a good sign. <laughs> you think you should stop the conversation? <laughs> right. Good time to walk away. That's a good time to do that. Well, here's a reminder that might make a person stop and think about this. If the person is gossiping about someone else, they might do it about you, too. It's true that, you know, if you're if you're going to hear something, you really have to think about, are you going to damage someone's relationship? Are you yeah. really hurting the person on the other end? I don't think we think about that when we do it. We just let no. the words fly. Right. Dr. Linda, do you think it makes others see you as less trustworthy? Uh, it's like a negative personality trait when you gossip. It is. It is a negative personality trait. So the opposite of that, the way you want to counter that then is to try to focus on the positive and find something positive that you can talk about with that person. Now, that takes some intention. Hmm. It's reshifting your focus from the negative to the positive, but that will reduce gossip if you do that. You know, stopping this is going to be really breaking a habit for a lot of us, including myself. I know, I know. I've been very convicted just even as we're talking about this on the show. I'm thinking how many times I've done that. But look, Chris, the Lord can really help us to stop this. If we ask him and we're praying and we're saying, Lord, set a guard over my mouth and keep watch over the door of my lips. That's actually a prayer from Psalm 141.3. So every day remind ourselves that if we don't bridle that tongue, Mm. Like the book of James tells us to, we deceive our heart. And James says that means our religion is worthless. So think about it as a witness to other people, too. Our aim is Titus 3.2, to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle, and to show perfect courtesy towards all people. And if you need to make amends by going to someone and apologizing for things that you've said, do it. The first step is to admit you're guilty of such behavior and confess your sin to the person and to God. And if you need to make amends by going to someone and apologizing for things you've done, then just do it. Admit that you're guilty and make that confession. Because gossip is a sin that we have committed and we need to be much more careful in taming our tongue. So won't you join us and deepen your relationship with God so that the fruit of the Spirit, self-control, can be worked in all of our lives? With God's help, We don't have to commit the sin of gossip, and we're going to commit to do that. Well, that's all the time we have today. Many thanks to our producer and social media director, Norm Mintel, our engineer, my co-host, Chris Weigel, who always makes this show a conversation. From all of us here at Faith Radio, we'll talk to you next weekend. In the meantime, remember, we are here and we are doing life together, and it's better when you don't have to do it alone. Well, thanks for listening to this conversation from the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. These podcasts are available because of listener support. You can make a gift now at MyFaithRadio.com. 
And thanks for sharing this audio link with a friend and helping us grow the impact of the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. Also, take a moment to subscribe to the podcast today at iTunes or your podcast player, and you'll never miss a show.